0: Are you angry with someone right now, or has that anger drifted into a dislike that borders on bitterness? That's not a good parking spot for the soul. The strong emotions that come with anger are what can get us into trouble. Being angry is not a sin by itself, but the way we express that anger can easily become sinful. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study. Welcome to Sound Bites, topics that are scripturally sound in bite-sized episodes. Today's Sound Bite is about anger, which is an emotion that can be useful when appropriately applied, but it's harmful when it's abused. Let's look at what the Bible has for our brief study on anger. The first verse we're going to look at is in Psalm 145, verse 8, and it's our example verse. It says this, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. You know what we have right there? A pattern. Are we gracious? If we're not, why aren't we? Is it because we've forgotten that we were given so much grace? Are we full of compassion? Or are we just so irritated that we just cut people off and ask questions later? Are we slow to anger or do we knee-jerk react? And do we have great mercy or do we just deny other people mercy but we expect them to give it to us? (laughs) You know, we can be such odd creatures, can't we? The best thing that we can do in our Christian life is copy Christ. When you look at Scripture and you see passages like this, They are literally patterns for living. The Lord is gracious. We need to be gracious. The Lord is full of compassion. We really need to stop putting people's feet to the fire. The Lord is slow to anger. Stop that overreaction. And the Lord is of great mercy. Could you forgive that person? Or are you going to say, well, I expect God to do that with me, but I'm not going to do that with others. Either we're going to be like the Lord or we're not. The next thing we're looking at in our soundbite study on anger is Proverbs 15 1, and it says this A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. You can get into a war of words so easily, you just be the first one to throw the word grenade, and pow, it's going to blow up all over somebody else. They're going to throw one back, and pretty soon you're using your words as weapons rather than communication tools. Do you know how we can master the art of the soft answer? Become better listeners. When you're listening so you can formulate your answer or your response or your comeback, you really are just spoiling for a fight. You're not paying attention to what the person is saying. You're not all checked in. You're busy getting yourself ready for a debate. And then the grievous words come along As one person says something and the other person says something back and you keep going back and forth, each one wanting to have the last word. That's how you stir up anger. Now we know this verse and we often quote this verse, but do you realize it doesn't matter how much we know, but it matters what we do with what we know? That's why when somebody says to me, I know, I know, I know, I turn it around and say, I know you know, but do you do, do you do, do you do? It doesn't matter how much we know. It's often not the lack of knowledge that's getting us into trouble. It's the lack of application. Mastering the art of the soft answer requires a pause. It also requires us to stop thinking about what we're going to say and tune into listening to what the other person is saying. There are some warning times when we need to be careful about employing the soft answer. For example, when you're very tired... That's not a great time to get into touchy conversations with thorny people. You might have to put those conversations on hold and say, hey, I'd love to talk to you, but let's do that another time. Do not engage in a war of words, especially when you know you're tired. Another time when it's not a good idea to get into a really heated conversation with someone is when you already know they tend to want to debate. People reveal where they're coming from over time. And when you discern that a person really loves debates, they just want to win a point, they're not really interested in a discussion, you don't have to engage in that. Just put that off. There's no need. And number three in our final verse in our soundbite study on anger is Proverbs 16:32, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. Let's break that verse down into parts. First, let's start with the person that's slow to anger. Well, we're already talking about someone right there that's been working on this because our human nature is quick to be angry. So, if we will allow the Lord to train us or I should say retrain us, we can achieve this goal of becoming slow to anger, but it does require us to really master the art of pausing. Overreaction is so human. So how do we short circuit that? By not reacting. Disallow yourself permission to say anything so that you can slow that anger response down. The scripture says that makes us better than the mighty. That takes strength, and it's a spiritual strength. It's not our strength. We're operating in the strength of the Lord, and he wants to provide this strength, but we have to be willing to slow down so that he can train us. And then that verse also tells us, and he that ruleth his spirit, that means you're going to have dominion over your rational being. You are going to get on the top side of yourself and tell yourself what to do, how this is going to go. He that ruleth his spirit is telling himself, hey, press pause. He that ruleth his spirit is telling himself, don't open your mouth. He that ruleth his spirit is taking his own self in hand. That's like taking a city. That's like conquering a city, is what the scripture is telling us. That's also giving us an indication how hard this is. Anger is natural. Controlling it is unnatural. So we need God. And in order for us to be like him, we have to know what he's like. And that takes us all the way back to Psalm 145, verse 8. If we're going to be anything like Jesus, and if we're going to conquer anger, we're going to have to become gracious, full of compassion, slow down, and then we're going to have to crank up the mercy. Here's an excellent closing verse to remind us to really be careful about this issue of being angry with others. Ecclesiastes 7, 9 says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Now, who are you angry with right now? It's time for you to go and forgive. You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and be sure to follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. For more from Francie, visit keeptheheart.com for devotionals, books, Bible studies, and more. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.